Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. It's time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pantelis podcast. Special surprise broadcast on a Saturday today because uh, we had nothing to do. My friend who's in studio today, very good guy, international stand-up comedy icon. This is the only gentleman I know that's one comedian of the year in two different countries because he likes to fuck around like that. Sugar Sammy. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> How you doing, bro? What up, dog? <laughs> is that every, every time, every time Pantelis calls me, I'm like, hey, man. He's like, what up, dog? <laughs> I'm like, man, where are you from? <laughs> You're from Montreal. Every time we're on the phone. Like, what up, dog? Every time we're on the phone, he's always laughing the first minute. And like, why are you laughing? He's like, because every time I call you, it feels like we're doing something illegal. <laughs> <laughs> what up, dog? You come over to my place, man, bring the shit to me. Yes, it sounds, it, sounds, it sounds more sinister. And obviously, we got Poseidon here. Yes. In, sitting right in Poseidon's palace. Forget about it. Forget, he, it's the first time he watches Donnie Brasco. He didn't know it exists. H- half, halfway, though. Yeah. I fell asleep. You fell asleep during Donnie Brasco? I was tired, bro. It was 8 a.m. Jeez, man. There's certain... It was 8 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where were you? At home. No, no, no where but, were you before? Yeah. Oh, I worked. No, you, you didn't finish 8 a.m. Why are you lying? No, us? I didn't. No, well, hold on. Hold on. Wait. Slow down. Slow <laughs> your roll, bro. <laughs> I finished at 1. You finished at 1? Yeah. And then what did you do from 1 to 8? I went and had coffee. You had coffee where? At... Uh, What's that place called in the East End? The Milano's? Com- yeah. Wait, just on I forgot the name. I don't know why I forgot the name. Wait, you had coffee from 1 a.m. to 8 a.m.? No, no, no. Until like 2.30. 2.30. Okay. You went for coffee at night? Yeah. You he also wears the sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> like the Corey Hart. Yeah. Of- <laughs> it doesn't affect me. Um, no, so, 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 uh, so wait a second. I, I just want to know what this lifestyle is. I want to know what this, lifestyle is. Know what this lifestyle is. It's an alternative lifestyle. Sadly. It is a very alternative lifestyle. <laughs> so you went from, you went from, a- so it was at Avis, right? Yeah. Avis at the airport. Yeah. You went to the East End. Yeah. You had coffee at yeah. 2.30. It sounds like, that sounds illegal. Yeah. Thank you. Like, Thank you, you, like you were up to something. What were you doing? Just having coffee. No, you do some with a friend. <laughs> with a friend, huh? Yeah. I don't know. What's your take on it? It sounds super suspicious. It does sound suspicious. It sounds suspicious. Yeah, he's the one we should be calling. Like, what up, Dal? What he, you doing? <laughs> he's been missing a lot at night, and this whole month we get these reports in Montreal, like you know, stabbing in the East End, shots, and he's the. You you might be behind all this shit. You know why I think he's behind it? Because Donnie Brasco. For him, was a snoozer. He fell asleep during Donnie Brass. He's like, pussy yeah, shit. my life, my life's way bigger than this. I just killed three people. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't watch this. <laughs> Johnny Depp, pretty boy, yeah, trying yeah. to this pretend fake. he's a mobster. Fake shit. I don't like this. Is that how you feel? Wait, why'd you fall? Oh, yeah, because you were tired. So, but yeah. what did you do? You said you went all the way to 2:30. Yeah. But there's that gap of 2:30 to 8 a.m. Yeah. What happened then? What happened then? I did stuff. Oh, what now you, now uh, you're on the spot. You now you're live. Now yes. you're on the spot. <laughs> he can't even say it. Yeah. 
You really did something like we shouldn't talk about. Okay. Or? No, no, it's a job busting balls. <laughs> I went home. I created a uh, uh, the character on. Uh, oh, you're playing video uh, games. Yeah, Monster Hunter played video playing games. <laughs> <laughs> like, it turns it turns from he could have murdered someone to listen. I'm a dork. <laughs> Look at his face. Listen, you saw I'm the, a dork. You, uh, you I'm look disgusted. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> I went home. <laughs> I went home and I masturbated to various images of dinosaurs that I like. <laughs> no, but it, it was, was all fun. Long. It was all fun. I was like, oh man, this guy's badass. <laughs> Nothing. He he goes 50-50. Yeah. Sometimes he'll be doing something really suspicious, and other times he'll be like, do you like this pink bow? Like, yeah. it's very strange, because you don't know. You're like, is he fucking with you right now? So funny. It's so good to run into him, though. Whenever oh, you run into him, it's like, remember whenever you'd like, like, kids would like hang out and like, like find that Pokemon Go character or whatever. You're like, Poseidon's like, like, hey, it's Poseidon. It feels good, yeah. yeah it's almost like, can we take a photo? It feels good when I, whenever you see him outside and you don't know he's going to be there. Yeah. It's like, uh, kind of like Santa Claus. You're like, oh, fuck yeah. I like this. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. He's kind of like a full-time member of the comedy community, but you don't do stand-up yet. No. No. Why'd no. you say yet? I don't know. I feel like there's going to be like a trial. He's I feel, like, I feel we, like you're going to try. Not a trial, like in court. That's coming. <laughs> That's oh, well, I've been quick. to court 15 times. For parking. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I like no, not just parking. He tickets. was so. Far. I'm in court 15 times. I'm 0 and 15 for parking tickets. <laughs> no more. More? Yeah. What'd you do? Bigger tickets. Bigger tickets, like yeah. dry, uh, speeding. Speeding. Yeah. Oh wow. And how how much was it? Uh, did I you won win any? 14 out of 15. What? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Because uh, what do you win on? This is interesting because people want to know. 14 out of 15 times, you got to know how do you win. Just show up. You, you got to create uh, reasonable doubt. Yeah. That's it. Okay, but how do you create reasonable doubt? Look at him. <laughs> People, they look at him like, I doubt this is real. I doubt this is happening. <laughs> I doubt this man is allowed to drive. Can I? I'm going to tell you a parking... He was my witness for a parking ticket. Yeah. I got a ticket for turning on a red light, like yeah. a cop gave me one, which, and it, on Jerry, which wasn't true, so right. I wanted to fight it. I go, fuck, I'm not paying for this. I never turned red on red. Right. So I went and I fought it, and I asked for the cop to show up, and he never came. So then she goes, do you want to end it now or do you want to pursue till he comes back? And this me, because I'm crazy, I said, fuck that, pursue it. Pursue it, I want this guy to be in court. I want to prove him wrong. But if you end it right away... I wouldn't have to pay anything. Nothing. Nothing. But I, yeah, I know, but I was so... I'm a piece of shit. It's, okay? a, it's a... It's a park X thing. Yeah, so he... It's not a park X, it's just I'm an idiot. I should have just said, <laughs> I should have just said, yeah, I want to leave. But I said, no, I want to pursue it. And she's like, are you sure? Because if you do it with him, it's going to be in a couple of months and I'm not going to be the judge because it was a nice judge. And I go, I don't care. I want justice. I demand justice. <laughs> so the judge is like, okay, this guy's a crazy person, but whatever. <laughs> so this was in July. It gets postponed till October. We're sitting there. He's my witness. He comes like that. His shirt is open. He's wearing a big gold cross on it. It looks suspicious as fuck. Mm. The cop actually shows up. So um, I bring... So, so did they kick him out because of Bill 21? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> this was like two years ago. So this motherfucker looks suspicious as fuck. And he's my witness. Slick back hair. So I hair. answer all the questions. I tell him whatever I need to tell him. This guy goes up. Super... Sus yeah, males behind him. No, 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 bro, listen. No, bro, listen, like super, like, and then he was, he was yelling into the microphone and the guy's like, sir, that's not a microphone. That's a recorder. Stop talking into it. You don't need to talk. We can hear you. It's not that big. <laughs> oh, of a room. Yes, it's not, it's not a microphone, sir. It's not a speaker. It's so he's like, oh, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. So he makes it that I almost lost the case. Right. So then the judge is looking at us and just like, listen, I find the witness not credible at all. He goes, because, yeah, he goes, however, I find the police officer less credible than that witness. Wow. <laughs> so I was like, so dude, the cop is like this. Cool. Like, dude, you know how insulting that is? The guy looked like he wanted to murder us. And him, he did, he's like, what happened, bro? We lost. We lost, bro. I was like, no, we won. He's like, that's right, bro. So what did you get, <laughs> so what did you get extra out of that? 
Uh, nothing. I didn't pay. I didn't get any. I didn't lose any points. I didn't. But the only thing I lost was time. I wasted a lot of time yeah, on this. Right. I shouldn't have. But I was just so pissed because the guy stops me two blocks down right. and he's like, "You made a right uh, on a red somewhere." I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I, I, it's rush hour. I can't go. Like I, I'd hit someone. What are you talking about? I can't just go through red lights. What the fuck are you talking about? And so I was so pissed. I go, you know what? I'm gonna fucking contest this. I'm gonna fight this because there's no way I'm gonna let you get away with this. And how much? How much uh, was the ticket? It wasn't a lot. It was like 150. It wasn't yeah. a lot. And he was just being. He's he, just like filling up a quota, or I have, pff, look. That's what we'll say. That's what I'll assume. Uh, apparently, they have a quota of three thousand dollars a day. So it could have been something like that. But I, allegedly, I took it so a personal. Day is Twenty tickets of that price. Yeah, that rate. Yep. Yeah, I was so like angry that it happened. I said, I, I demand justice. I demand justice. Right. And by doing that, I feel like I rectified all social issues between cops and black people. I don't I feel like so. I fixed it. <laughs> As someone's getting arrested right yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just for driving while black. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I you thought you I fixed do? it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Man. So, this, so, so you had to, how long, how many months did it take? It was a while because that happened first in September. And then I only went to court in July the first time. And then because he didn't show up and I asked for it, it, it was postponed till uh, October. Wow. At the end of October. So it took a while. Wow. I know, man. It's so tough to like have the time to, to do that. So whenever I get a parking ticket, I'm like, oh, it's going to take so much Same. time. Same. Most parking yeah. tickets, oh. I don't even need to. Like, I'll have the sticker, and they go, it's only for sticker parking here. And I go, yeah, I have the fucking sticker. Yeah. Sometimes, if they still fuck with me, I end up paying for it in yeah. the end because I go, I don't have time for this shit. I know. I'll just give them 50 bucks. Yeah, the best thing to do is if you have certain evidence, you could like include a photocopy of it, and then they just let it go. Yeah, I used they to send even... photos of the back of my car with the sticker on it, yeah. and I would never hear from them again. It was all done. Yeah. But sometimes they'll ask. I, I've, I had to go to court and be like, guys, why am I here? And I would tell them, I have. are you sure you have the sticker? Are you sure you parked in front of it? And I have to show pictures. Look, this is the building. This is where the address says I parked. Look at what the sign says. Yeah. And you have to show the judge. And sometimes the judge gets mad. And the judge would ask me something like, were there other cars that had tickets? Like, I think the judge is trying to figure out, is this motherfucker just going out handing out random tickets, hoping that some people don't contest them? Right. Because sometimes I see the judge's face like, what the fuck? Because I have the, I have everything. I have the stick. I got a ticket for not having a sticker. But I have the sticker. I pay for the sticker. I have it. What, what are we talking about here? Why am I here? Uh, so shit like that happens. Yeah, it's frustrating. The only stuff I ever contest is if it's points. Oh, right. Oh, he lost. How many points? You have like one point left? I have What's three going? points left. God damn. Three points, so yeah. that could go fast. It's like one more infraction, and you're done. Yeah, yeah. And then you're done for two years. No, less. When it's your first suspension, it's a few months. Wow. I think. Something but we like can't that. have you do that, Rudin. Now you have no, too many responsibilities as the intern of two drink minimum. No, I'm behaving on the road. I almost committed two murders, though, on my way here. No, it's yeah. enough. <laughs> you're our first paid employee at two drink minimum. You know wow. that. Wow. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Man. Yeah. Awesome. How do you feel? Good. Yeah. Is it like uh, declared everything? Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Are you using your social insurance number? Do you have a social insurance number? Oh, yeah, it's number? true. Yeah, he has his own thing. Yeah, that's true. I He's, do have a social insurance yeah, he, number. No, we know that. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real boy. Yeah. yeah, he gets actually paid. That's fucking it. That's you were the first one before we had Pierre. It was before we ever started that. Really? Yeah. We started paying you from here wow. when we were still in this studio. Yes, it's true. Yeah. Holy shit. And you've never tried to do stand up or decide, hey, I might want to do stand up? No. Never crossed my mind. Wow. Yeah. People have tried to push me to do it. Yeah. No, you gotta have your own volition of doing it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You have to. Also, do I it. feel like like I've seen I've seen so many sets of stand up. Not everybody. It's not for everybody, man. It is not for everybody, man. This is like it's tough. It's tough. It's tougher than people think. Yeah. 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 It's tougher than people think. I mean, you know, a lot of people think it's very easy, but that's the, what I hear the, all the time. Yeah. The key. The key is to making it look easy. But not just that. I sort of experienced 
stand up when uh, we had the the live at uh, Bordel, those two live shows in front of a audience. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not really stand up, but like like you I had s- to be on the spot in front of an exactly. audience. Exactly. And inside me the whole time, he was I was nervous. Like, I was so nervous. Like I don't know, I don't know how he, you guys do that and go up there for like an hour. Yeah. It's nuts. I mean, there are times also when I'm up there going, you know, like where I, you, you kind of feel like you're you're there, but you're not there. All the time, yeah. Yeah, you know, you're up there, but you're like, okay, but this is kind of a blur. Yeah. And then you zone into the audience from time to time, and then you zone out. And you kind of have to have that dance, because if you're too zoned no. in, then you could be too self-conscious. Yep. Yeah, yourself. it's a dance. Yeah, and if you're too zoned out, then you can kind of disconnect from the audience as well. So you have to have that dance of... Zoning in and out of your set. It's hard to describe though. You, the, the fact that you understand it, I could yeah. talk to you about it. But it's so when I tell people like I don't know what you mean. What does that mean? Yeah. But sometimes it's like I'm looking at myself performing stand up. And you can't. That's as soon crazy. as you start doing that, that's you have crazy. to zone. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens. Then you gotta fight because sometimes it'll happen. I'm like, whoa, 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 you're going through the motions, and then you try to get back in your body. It's the weirdest, but it's hard Jesus to describe Christ. to someone. It's hard to describe to someone what it is. It's almost like you know when you're dancing and you know you're dancing badly. Yeah. And then you're all of a sudden going, I'm dancing like a it, moron. Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly yeah. that. And then there are times where you're dancing really well, but you're not even conscious that you're dancing, but it's going really well. Yeah. You know, and you're like, okay, me and my lady are grooving on the dance floor right now. It's looking real good. I don't even have to worry about it. And then there are times where you're like, this isn't working. I need yeah. to sit down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've been there. And it's funny because I've been there dancing. They're like, what am I doing? I shouldn't be dancing. I'm not a dancer. This yeah. is stupid. Uh, happens all the time. I mean, uh, I think a lot of that happens not from like a, a a show that's, you know, a well-oiled machine. Like shows that I've that you know I've performed where it's been, you know, it's been tested, tried and true comedy. Where I'm like, okay, you can this autopilot is, for a, this, autopilot for a while. Yeah, yeah, you can just mess around. That's when I go and mess around with the audience. But when I'm testing new stuff, if it doesn't go well, like one bit doesn't go well. If the second one after that doesn't go well, then it's just oh a sliding. Slope. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I'm super zoned in, but I'm I'm disappointed angry you know i'm like i gotta fix this i gotta fix this and you're trying to save yeah you're trying to save your set you know and you're trying to bring in something tried and tested to save that set and then you know piggyback off of that and try new material again it is a crazy crazy process and it can be so mind-boggling especially when you're creating yeah when you're creating is the craziest part because sometimes it's a word that could make or break the entire joke oh sometimes it's the order yeah, the order of the set. You know, sometimes if you bring something too heavy too early, you lose them for the rest of the rest of the set. Like you know, mm. you could just say the word trans and it's done. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is done for the rest of the set. Yeah. We don't like the Trans Canadian Highway. We're we're, all, we're not highway people here. What's going on? What's yeah, no, and you've been fucking around with that recently too, because oh, yeah. you've been pushing the buttons a lot. So you see it. Well, for me, I mean, okay, like, you know, we've been th- we were talking about this, you know, I think we were talking about how sensitive it's become lately, but I think it's getting more progressively more and more sensitive, like within even the last year. I you think- noticed it because you left from here. Yeah. You did all the European stuff. Yeah. So you get to come back to when you were performing in front of the local population here yeah. and do a joke that got a certain reaction last year. Yeah. And then you could see the evolution where us, because it's every day, yeah. I might not see it get worse or better yeah. right away. Well, you also see it, and I think, I think there's a little bit of culpability within also the comedy community because they uh, sort of um, get affected by it. So what, what happens is everybody's afraid to go into certain territories. So when you watch like a comedy show, you'll have four or five comedians who are all left-leaning because they kind of have to be. Yeah. And as soon as someone brings in something that's a little more, you know, uh, I, I would say, uh, you know, that goes against the grain, you know, counterculture. Close, closer to center, yeah. Yeah, closer to center or even like center-right. Then you start seeing 
everybody get a little bit sensitive because they're like, wait, hold on, are we allowed to talk about this? Because it's, yeah. you know, a lot of things, I like comedy where it's stuff that we've talked about behind closed doors that now comes out to the forefront. And that's the best, I, f I find that's always the best stand-up is when, when it's like, oh my God, nobody's talked about this or nobody's taken this position in a while. Let's see where this goes. And there's like this element of danger in the, in the, uh, in the audience. And I always find that's fun. But when you're up there, you could be like, I could lose these people so quickly. And you have to write better material to make sure that it does resonate and does kill, even with people who are very left-leaning. And, it, and it's becoming more and more publicly, you almost have to be so left-wing. Otherwise, it's a dispute. Yeah, exactly. And I hate that shit. Yeah. Well, the thing is, the extreme right is kind of nuts in terms of their views, which are so conservative. And the extreme left are a bunch of crybabies. So when you have those they're, two... They're both nuts. <laughs> yeah, they're, and so you know what's crazy? is the, the left, what, what shocks me is you'd think that at least if you're hard... Like, if you're crazy left, you'd think they'd at least be for free speech. Say yeah. whatever you want. I just don't want to hear it. But it's the opposite. They're for suppressing speech. Oh, you can't say that. Yeah. You can't... Th mm. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're the left. Yeah. It's becoming a bunch of hall monitors on yeah. the left. And it's becoming a bunch of... No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's true. That's true. So yeah, cool. yeah. It's all hall monitors. It's all hall monitors. Yeah. And I remember Obama said something pretty, uh, pretty cool uh, uh, a month ago where he said, you know, you're not going to progress as a society if you just do that. If you just wait for someone to say something that's probably a little bit here off and not perfect in terms of you know, their point of view or your point of view, and then you just start correcting them. That's not the way to progress. The way to progress is actually get off your butt and do something. You know, he had fucking eight years, yeah, bro. He yeah. had fucking eight years. That's when he should have got off his butt. <laughs> uh, but. No, but like, <laughs> you know, I feel like there's got to be that nuance. And I think that's where people aren't um, having that conversation in that, in that zone where there's, there's such a gray area and there's so much nuance. And that's what I'm trying to do now on stage is I, you know, I take on the left point of view and then I kind of counter it with my right wing point of view because I'm both. Yeah, that's think, normal people are both. I think we all are both. Mm. I think you're a little bit left, you're a little bit right, depending on what the subject is. Yeah. But now what's happening is like people are saying, well, if you're going to vote or if you're going to, you know, adhere to the right wing, then you have to buy everything that they're yeah, doing. Yeah, or the left, same thing. Yeah, yeah. and the left. So, you know, I talk about it on stage. I'm like, economically, the older I get, the more I'm becoming, you know, center right. And the, and, you know, and, but, Socially, I'm still center-left, you know, so it's like, mm. but it depends on the issue now. There's certain issues I'm left, certain issues I'm right, and so there's all of that nuance in my show, but as soon as someone on the left sees that, well, he believes this about this topic, so wait a second, uh, I'm, I'm out now. Yeah. I'm not tuning in. Okay, this is no, this is not progressive enough for me, and we're out. Somebody had said, uh, one comic had said, and they were correct, it was the checklist. They look at what you said just without context, just a word, and they go to the checklist like this word means this, it means it's part of this. Okay, I'm out. Yeah. No regard of how you said it or what you're talking about. Yeah. Just this fits into that narrative. I'm out. I'm zoning out. Yeah, that's why um, I make sure that uh, because a lot of the left also, <laughs> I've, this is one thing I've seen, is they'll come out to a show that's or they'll watch shows on the internet and stuff like you know, but they. They don't come to the paying shows, like the big ticket shows. So it's like you keep your ticket price a little bit high, and then we can all have fun. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make money. And then, and then no, it's not that. The money needs to be spent on blue hair diapers. <laughs> okay? And then you can all have fun. So I talk about that on stage. I'm like, ah, I think it's a. That's When it's a five dollar ticket, I know you're here, but you're not gonna come to my real show. So that's I'm not worried. Like that's a so I'm not killer. Worried. That's amazing. <laughs> I never even thought about that perspective, but, but it's, it's funny. But it's so true because the left won't go to a show to see. They won't buy a big ticket show. Yeah. To be like, 
okay, let me see where I'm going to be offended for this price, and then I'll talk about it online. They'll be like, mm. I want to go see a free show and then be mad for yeah. free again yeah. <laughs> on Twitter or <laughs> watch some free videos and then be mad for free again. So it's like... It's goddamn commies. It's the Yelp review generation. <laughs> it is. So you're almost like, like this, people will criticize. Yeah. But when they come to the show, they're not going to come to the show. Because yeah. It's like, okay, they're not going to come to the real show, but they'll come to like the open mics and things like that. So you're like, okay, man. Like, you know, at the end of the day, you're like, I'm not creating a show for them. I'm creating a show for... People want to go watch comedy and have a good time. And they're comedy consumers. You know? mm, dude, I got some... I saw something hilarious I want to talk about on tomorrow's live stream. Good thing I remembered. Now, there's a comic in uh, in England. I uh, I don't remember. I think she has a speech impediment or she has some autism. Uh, but she's, she's very funny. And she made a joke on a TV show in England about Greta Thunberg. Right. She said it's nice that she's very passionate, she goes... But uh, she's 16. She should be living like a 16-year-old. She should be getting finger-blasted at parties and do this later when you're older. <laughs> and people went nuts on her. They it. started attacking. But what's crazy is they started attacking an autistic person yeah. for making fun of a 16-year-old. But that joke, if Greta Thunberg was any other si- famous 16-year-old, right. it wouldn't have mattered. It yeah. wouldn't have mattered. But the fact that she's become a poster child for something, for something so... You're not allowed to make fun of her. She becomes untouchable. And you're, you're making fun of a person who actually is handicapped. You're, you're getting mad at a handicapped person for making a joke, which well, was a fucking good joke. Well, here, yeah, and here's <laughs> what happens, I think. I think you see that all the time. People, it's very, people conveniently, when it comes to jokes, take the, uh, take, you know, they'll, they'll be like, oh, we, you know, we're as strong as everybody else. We're, you know, we're, you know, we're on an equal platform. But as soon as you make a joke about them, they're like, well, now I'm the victim. Yeah. You're like, well, it just weakened your position by saying you can't make jokes about me because I'm this and because I'm that. You know, I remember making a joke about Pauline Marois and everybody's like, how dare you make a joke about Pauline Marois? The premier. She, no, she's a woman. I'm like, no, what? she's the premier of Quebec. Yeah. I'm like, if she wants to be the premier of Quebec. She's the most and powerful she, woman here. Yeah. And she wants to be seen as equal to the male premier, the last premier. Well, then she has to be able to. Be the you know the brunt, brunt of, of criticism, yeah, because yeah, exactly. we do it to everyone. Exactly, you can't just go, oh well, you know, we need that equality. But when it's time to to make fun of someone or to criticize them, well, then you can't because they're you know a woman or because they're this or because they're that. So that weakens your position a little bit as well. So I think it's almost like for me, it's either you make fun of nobody or you make fun of everybody equally, and that's where true equality happens. I was doing a show a week ago for uh, for Rashta. Uh, and she, there was a comedian who's in the city. I forget his name. Uh, Amr, I think. What's his name? And he has. Uh, he's he's like a he's like a little person. He's got. I forgot what it was. He told me what it was. All right, right. But he even told me. He goes. He doesn't like that shit. He had something came up in the conversation when somebody's not willing to make fun of you. He's like, what the fuck does that mean? No, no, make fun of me, stupid. I'm part of this. Yeah. Part, the second you go, I can't make fun of you, or you're gonna take it the wrong way. Why? Why do you assume I'm gonna take it the fucking wrong yeah. way? We're all having fun. We're all telling jokes. So yeah. why should I be immune to it? The only time I don't make fun of someone is when I say they're not worth making fun of. Them. Like if they don't like it. Like no, if not because no one it. knows them. You know, oh, that's <laughs> like, oh, you mean like to shit on something? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like no you're not gonna cares. go up on stage and be like, let me tell you something about this guy, Steve, my neighbor, yeah. this son of a bitch. I know. <laughs> At least. Or, or it's like, let me make fun of microbiologists, and like, yeah, you're gonna lose the crowd. Yeah. Gonna be like, I don't really know many. Uh, I don't know what their lifestyles like. I don't like those nerds anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yesterday, I had someone at the show. I was doing uh, my brother's show at Rosewood, mm. and um, you're gonna come by. I'm gonna be there tonight. Uh, tonight, I won't be able to make okay. it, but I was there yesterday. I, I popped on at the end, and there was a guy. Uh, he's a friend of Darren Henwood's. He, tr- he works at NASA. Oh, nice. He launches uh, or or works with people who launch like he's with on the team. 
that launched those uh, space telescopes that discovered new planets. Like well, that's planets. fucking badass. That was amazing. He oh, was. I was like, cool. this is. I you like, don't even believe in NASA, you. I was like, this is the best guy in the room. Yeah. That guy was so interesting. I started talking to him in front of the audience, and I just like, guys, don't mind us. I, I just, I'm fascinated by him. <laughs> Isn't it? You, you're ta- there's like a hundred people, and you're like, you're the best human being in here. The rest I, of us. We're expendable. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, I want to get to know this guy. Yeah. I'm developing a friendship. And I was like, don't mind us. This this guy is super interesting. And uh, it's fun to kind of like discover like uh, th- that type of audience. It was like a mix of uh, uh, of an audience. There was a little bit of that. There were some couples. There were some guys from America. You could see there were some right-wing people, some left-wing people. Interesting. There were like feminists. There were like people who, you know, just like, you know, <laughs> not feminists. Poseidon's like, a feminist, but he's a he's a... He's a you don't believe women should be treated equally, Poseidon? Absolutely the fuck not. No, oh, <laughs> no Poseidon's an actual feminist, but he's an old school feminist. Yeah. He just believes in equality. He doesn't believe in female superiority because he's not insane. Well, I believe but, in equality, but complete equality. Yeah, me too. Meaning mm. that that means equal in terms of when it's good, but equal when it's bad yeah. as well. But you got to take the criticism equally as well. So there has to be both. It can't be like equality, but then when it's time to criticize, you're like, hey, I'm a woman. You yeah, no, touch, no, no. You can't touch that. That I find that I find wrong because then you're just picking the best parts of equality. You're just being like, mm. I want. Yeah. I don't. You don't want equality. You want equality's greatest hits. You don't want equality. You yeah. want superiority. Yeah. It's exactly. it's like the WNBA, right? When they were complaining about not making as much money as the men. Well, no one's paying the tickets. But that's what I'm. It, they're that's like, well, just we should, simple but math. But that doesn't make any <laughs> yeah. sense. Yeah. It hasn't. They're not getting paid more because they're men. That has nothing to do with it. They're getting paid more because they're selling tickets. They have all these endorsement deals. That's where the money's coming from. You think it just comes from some magic tree? No. Like, you get the money. You get the... It's Oprah's what the market, not paying these people. It's what the market decides. You know? It's what the market decides. It's yeah. like... Uh, it's like gas... Say, it's like milk saying, I want I want to be charged as... I want you to, to pay as much for me as for gas. You're like, I'm no. not buying milk. No, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you're milk. Like, yeah, you're, you deal with it. No, also, the mar- the there are only so decides. many missed layups. Yeah. A person could could look at <laughs> until they fucking give up and leave. No, there, I think the market decides, and that's just basic economy, it's yeah. basic business. Like you can't just make money up so we can everybody can have equality. It's like you got to tell the fans, hey, you've got to be willing to come to see this this game for this price. You yeah, know? that's mm-hmm. a, 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 There's mm-hmm. no way you can change that, and that's not someone at the top deciding. Okay, well we're gonna make sure that uh, the no, you no know, one's holding anyone down. Everybody wants to make money. No. It's like male models probably say the same thing. I want to be paid as much as female models. Shut up, stupid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's true. Let the ladies do their fucking jobs. Male porn stars, female yeah. porn stars. I mean, that discussion through industries, you know, male female models are paid more because people are way willing to pay more to see them. They're on the cover of magazines. You buy that magazine. Yeah, men are hideous. We yeah. don't want to watch Compared men. Compared to women? Compared to women? Come on, man. No, yeah. the... Ugliest woman is prettier than the prettiest <laughs> yeah. man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, yeah, yeah, there's win. There's you know you lose some, you win some. Yeah, exactly. They really are the fairer sex. I mean, yeah. to, for sure, visually doesn't oh, even yeah. compare. Yeah. I mean, no woman, no you know, no woman is uh, like you know uglier than David Beckham. <laughs> David Beckham's a pretty man true. out there. That's not true. I've no, seen you're some, right. I've seen some goblins. Sir. I have seen. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen. But that's the same with everyone. Yeah. yeah. But I've. Yeah. But in general, yeah, women are fucking. If you average it out, if you're, they're gonna, especially in modeling, I, somebody complains. That's the funny because they do ma- male models. I know complain, but I know that male porn stars complain. Yeah. Why do women? But same thing because people would pay money, would subscribe to watch these women. They're like, yeah, it's some dude. Nobody cares. Yeah. It's just how it is. Exactly. Exactly. I don't see anybody fucking uh, picketing. Uh, porn studios for that? No, the only what's the mo- who's the most famous uh, 
male porn stars. Uh, um, Ron Jeremy. Ron no, Jeremy. The, oh, bro. Um, there's that We're bald, losing that war. There's man. that bald guy now. Hmm. What's his name there? Uh, you tell us, buddy. Who's your favorite porn star? That bald guy there, bro. <laughs> the bald guy, man. Buck Angel. <laughs> the guy. I don't know, bro, but he's a bald guy. He's always a doctor, and there's, there's memes about him. Oh, really? Yeah, there's <laughs> memes about <laughs> he's him. He's always a doctor. Yeah. They have one guy. No, he's, no, he's a doctor. He goes, uh, fuck, I forgot what, what, what the joke was about. He goes, uh, be like uh, Johnny Sins. Somebody knocking on the fucking door, bro. Yes? I doubt it. Yeah, someone knocked on the door. There's no way. Hello? Who is that? Well, come on, on live stream, bro. Come on. Fuck out of here. Who is it? Uh, it's one of my friends. <laughs> Who was it? That's uh, my buddy. Well, well, uh, he's a uh, he's a uh, he's a super genius okay. in uh, stocks. Um, yeah, he runs his own thing. Actually, we should talk to him after. Yeah. Uh, super super. Ge- he he pointed me in the right direction on a lot of stuff. Okay. Harry, I've had him on uh, my podcast before to talk about fucking super smart guy. When he has his own company. Yeah, he has his own company, does his own thing, and he's uh, he's also into like uh, mixed martial arts and shit. He's actually he competes and she's very he's a cool ass dude. Wait a second. He 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 fights as an MMA fighter. Yeah. And will diversify your portfolio. Bro, this guy doesn't <laughs> <laughs> This guy he's you know what he is? I think Harry might be Batman if I think about it. That's so funny. Harry man. might be Batman. Yeah. I've never seen that combo. Yeah. I actually met a guy who does stand up uh and is a is a mixed martial arts fighter or, or something like uh he did well he did a couple sets on uh, in, uh, in terms of stand-up, he does. He did my brother's show. This guy Jamie, something. He wrote. I ran I into him at NDG, him. and he wrote me uh, recently. So I got. I got to see him. If I see him, I probably know him. It happens to me a lot because you meet a lot of people. Yeah. And then you. Uh, I think it's interesting. It'd be fun to hear someone who does that talk about that world. I want to hear. Well, I think does Brenton Schaub ever talk about that on stage? What I don't about think Joe he, Rogan. Joe Rogan is not a fighter. Joe no, Rogan is not a fighter, but he trains and he's a comic. It's not the same thing. Oh. I, I want us to know from in the ring, but Joe Rogan. Okay. Well, people. Okay, I see what you mean. Some people don't know Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, I think, even uh, worked with certain UFC fighters, including GSP. Shout out to George Pierre. That's true wow. about the kicks. Joe Rogan's kicks are legendary. He could kill you. Really? Yeah, he could fucking kill you. Yeah, like he, decapitate you. I mean, he doesn't look Break like a guy you want to mess with. Either. No, no, no. He, dude, you know how big his his, his fingers are? Bro, he's fucking. Uh, like shaking his hand, yeah. Joe Rogan will kill you if he, he wants must to. Train like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, he's huge. Yeah, I like people like that. People that look like they can kill you but decide not to. Yeah, like I think the fact that <laughs> every every minute's a decision in their lives. <laughs> I'm not gonna kill you. I'm not gonna kill you. I'm not gonna kill you. There's a chance that because he goes hunting and he has these bow and arrows, all that shit. There's yeah. a chance he's lying to us. He actually kills them with his bare hands, bro. There's a chance. <laughs> there's a chance he fucking fights most and shit with his bare. He's very yeah. He's or he he just he shoots them in the leg just to cripple them like the deer. Yeah, and then he will rip them apart. And then he goes up to them and like, if there's like apocalyptic times. That's the first fucking place I'm going. I'm like, Joe Rogan, please take care of me. <laughs> <laughs> and let's talk about this on the air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> please take care, bro. You got to go hunt some animals. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. Very few people in North America would survive an actual thing like that, like apocalyptic oh, yeah. situation. I He's one it. of them. <laughs> I think it's true. You're right. You're right. I mean, especially in the States with the, all that type 2 diabetes going around. Yeah. You'll be like, that's it. It's over. I think yeah, they've, it's created like a, a society of people who just do nothing. Yep. Stay at home, and and it's the thing we're getting more and more comfortable. Yeah. I mean, I've been home for like three weeks, and I haven't done nothing. <laughs> we get paid. I was thinking about the other day, and it made me feel guilty. We get paid to talk shit. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it is work. Like no, no, saying, I'm not nobody, saying it's easy, but yeah. it's still. Describe a hundred years ago to someone forget what it. you do. They'd be like, "Are you a crazy person? What are you talking <laughs> about? Forget it. Go pick up that chicken shit." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
but there were there were people who were doing like caravans of like uh, you know horses and carriages going from town to town doing like theater like vaudevillian yeah, exactly. and circus mm. shows and yeah, show. yeah, yeah exactly I that's f- us yeah i feel like either we would have been that well i'm indian i probably would have been a slave somewhere more than <laughs> stay away from the gulf stay away from the gulf bro <laughs> from the gulf yeah somewhere. they take your fucking passports what really wow yeah like uh what is it uh dubai and all that shit have you ever been there I have actually. I've performed. Yeah, now as a performer, oh, okay. you yeah. didn't go there as a as a as an immigrant. No, <laughs> it would have been good to be born Emirati though, because when you're like you're an Emirati, I don't think you born. could. No, I think you have to be an Emirati. I don't think if you're born there, but you're somewhere else. Like let's say Indians that are born there, they don't get treated no, the same. No, but if your family were Emiratis, oh, then you're a king there forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, these people are stupid loaded. Yeah, yeah. Like, but they're also Emirati, bro. So it's you know, win some, you lose some. <laughs> But I've heard crazy stories of them just spending money, bro. Just oh, Emirati money is, is is like that kind of money there. The oil money, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. That stuff you can't even joke about. It's not like he's like, oh, he shut down the club. You know, these guys are like, no, no, we'll take a rocket launcher to the club. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll do whatever they want. It's yeah. crazy yeah, yeah. money. No, no, it's crazy money. It's like that's how I feel like when I go make money in France and I come spend it in Cote d'Ivoire. You know, you feel <laughs> powerful. You're like, <laughs> you feel powerful. You're like, let me buy this apple for four cents. <laughs> Give me five apples. Well, the Emirati, when, when he's like, when he's not thinking, he's just spending. He's like, I bought a yacht and sixteen camels. <laughs> just just to fuck I've around. Heard stories of them coming to Montreal, walking into clubs at somebody somebody's birthday party. They buy a, a what did he buy? He bought I think a five thousand dollar champagne bottle. For every person in the place, there wow. wasn't that many people. There was like 30 people. Still, yeah, not that many. <laughs> it's like 30 people. That's still 150 grand. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Tips the way, it tips each waiter and the owner five grand and then just dips. Doesn't I, even stay and try to. I've crazy met, shit like this. I've met few Saudis and, and um, Emiratis. Well, uh, yeah, Emiratis, uh, Abu Dhabi, and all that stuff. But I've noticed there's no middle ground. It's either they're the nicest person you ever met. Yeah. Or the biggest, biggest piece of shit. Right, I've never met an in the middle, but most of the ones that I met are fucking super nice. Yeah, it yeah. depends on how they're raised. Right? Yeah, it it's all. That's the, what I tell the 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 difference. Remember that joke I was talking about when I was making fun of Algerians on stage. Yeah. The difference between people is hopefully now people actually get it. Is all cultural, and most of it comes from your home. Yeah. So if your mm-hmm. home culture is garbage. I don't care who you are. Yeah. You're gonna like if I like, the whole joke was if mm, I adopt mm. a Chinese kid or a Nigerian kid, they're gonna grow up to be weird Greeksters because I'm just a weird Greek guy. Yeah. Th- that's what's gonna happen. They're not gonna be anything else but what I give them. It's so true. I I've, I remember hanging out with uh, with some people and you know they were pretty affluent and their kids. As soon as I I went over to their place, their kids first thing they lined up all to say hello politely, and I'm like, wow, they're so rich, but their parents. You're gonna be Talk a fucking to, human being. You're gonna be a human being, and you're gonna be polite, and you lie. And as soon as someone comes, you come and say hello, and you shake their hand. It's almost like they were trained. This is how you do it. This is how you behave in public. I was like, that's a nice thing. You know, yeah. you don't see that anymore. Oh, I, I see a lot this. of animals. I see a yeah. lot of animals. You do see there. a lot, but a lot of it is because they were, you know, raised wild. That's it. Like people just let their kids free, and and you know, like. Look, back in the day when we were younger, freedom wasn't the same thing because we were free to like I was outside, let's say, playing in the streets with my yeah. friends. But it was it was a smaller um, subculture of people. Yeah. Right. And we all kind of knew each other. It was still that safety net with the Internet. If your kid is free, the Internet is vast and expansive. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The kid that you think you have, if you leave him alone for a year to just go through that wormhole of the Internet. Yeah. Dude, he comes back and he's like, listen, guys, tables aren't fucking real. 
Yeah. No, no, <laughs> and, I know. And lizards were behind 9 11. Yeah. You know? No, you got you to race. When we know me. it was the Saudis. No, nah, you know. <laughs> It's <laughs> you do have to raise you do have to raise your I kids. Thought it was Hillary like, uh, I think it's got to be you have to factor in the internet now. You have to make sure you have to raise them even more than yeah. you used to. Because back in the day, you just worry about like the two three bullies in the neighborhood. Now it's like a world of bullies and predators on online. Not just that; it's also people who are like you know just bad influences on the internet. You see that more and more. Like, people who, like, glorify their lives and then you meet them. And you, yeah. How many times have you seen... Like, I've been away, right? So so sometimes you see all these people, these comics, putting up photos of themselves and you think, wow, they just must... They have the biggest career. I've been yeah. gone for, like, four months. They're killing it. They're killing it. And then you come back home and you're like, so, wow, this person's killing it. They're like, no, I'm like, but I see all these photos and these videos and, like, they're, Fake. like, saying they're killing it. Fake. And nothing's happening. And you're yeah. like, okay, they're not at the level that you think they are. But everybody likes to put that out there without the work. Yeah. Without the work. That's yeah. the thing. But it, I, we've had this conversation. He's been in front of me when I get to arguments with people because they'll tell me things like, oh, it must be easy for you, you know, like because uh, of the show and all that. I'm like, what do you mean easy? It's like, hey, you, you know, it's good that you met Mike and he, he just brought you on and you did that. I was like, dude, I've been podcasting for 10 fucking years. I've been doing stand. They only see the success. Yeah. So they're like, that's it. It's easy. You just got to try a bit. You got it. Yeah. They don't see the 1,000, 1 million times that fucking it doesn't go well. The grind. In the yeah. grind to get there. So I'm like, these people. But the reason is because of the internet. Because all you're going to post is highlights, right? It's very rare that you're going to post your failures. You're yeah. going to post your highlights. So then the perception somebody doesn't know, if someone's younger and they haven't worked in life, they don't know that in order to get that success, there was some work in it. Right. So in their head, they're like... Fucking life is easy. Just go out there and do shit. <laughs> a lot of it is let's post photos of success before the success. You know, so it makes it look like you have success. And we're going to fucking make it. Yeah, we're going to yeah. make it. Me, the thing is, I, what I don't post is it's very rare to, for me to post uh, personal life stuff. It's all comedy related promotion, fucking around. I don't like, because I'm a little bit scared of the internet now. Like the more, the older I get that I look at, there's, I don't want everybody to know, you know, who my family members are, who I'm dating, who this thing. It, it's it's none of their business. Well, that's the right so, you know? thing. So now people like, like, oh, you post a lot, and then they look like, but it's always fucking comedy stuff. Like, what's that? Or my dog, you know, because who's gonna kidnap my dog? Yeah. Like stuff like I don't like to share too much, just in case, because a lot of weirdos out there. You're right. You know, I met a guy. I met a guy last week, uh, no, two days ago. At uh, uh, I went to my aunt's house for for New Year's, and uh, related. I guess he's part of the family, uh, and he did something that was interesting. His daughter who's in the arts, she likes, but she's young, she's like 15, 14 years old, she's in high school, she does a lot of plays and sings, she likes that. He told me, I don't let her have an Instagram account or anything else on social media, but I spoke to her about it, because he's in IT, about her digital footprint and how she wants to do something in the arts later, and he doesn't want her to get fucked over in the future by, when you were 15 and you went on the internet and said something stupid, because yeah. you're 15, yeah. it's not going to come back and bite you in the ass. Well, everybody, I mean, look at how many people Smart. got canceled uh, just for, you know, tweets from years ago or a joke they made 10 years ago yeah, that guy from snl who got hired Shane Gillis, fired within yeah the best within, dude within like 48 hours dude, he's the nicest fucking yeah, guy too within 48 hours because of something he said in a podcast i mean yeah. this what we're doing now someone, super dangerous exactly yeah. that's why i always say get yourself in a position where you're producing your own stuff your own shows your own podcasts your own stand-up where if people want to fire you, like, it's just a piece yeah, of, you the know. Pie. Yeah, it's just a piece of the pie. Like, for me, 365 days a year, I have shows that I'm either producing or co-producing. Most of it, 95%. In France, in Canada, I'm either producing or co-producing my shows. Okay, so I'm in 
I'm to, I'm you know in control of my career. Yeah. So if someone says, "Well, we're going to hire you for this campaign," and then all of a sudden, "Well, you said this during your show, so now we have to let you go." You're like, "Fine." It's not affecting my bottom line at all, right? And to the point where a lot of times I'm like, uh, "I don't know if I want to do this." And I explain to them, "I want I'll do this if these are the conditions that go with it, meaning whatever I say on stage, whatever I say in any podcast, whatever I do on, you know, in TV shows does not affect it. Yeah. It's fine. You know, with uh, Francis Got Talent, it was great because I had that conversation early with them and they're like, no, we actually want you because you have no filter. There we go. Yeah. Amazing. And we love that. We want that on TV because we don't see it. And honestly, right now that show is one of the biggest shows on TV and we have such a big fan base and fans love yeah, that, that there's that, someone on TV going, here's the truth, here's what I hate, here's what I like and making like these wrong jokes but on primetime television. That show is People you bullying show. idiots. It makes me so happy. <laughs> Every fucking well, clip is just like when it get. you know what I like? I like when it gets to your face and there's a smirk. Like, <laughs> like in your head you've said the joke already. You're like, <laughs> You're like this guy's gonna commit suicide. <clears throat> so <laughs> well, a lot of times they'll be up there, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take notes. This, and then I'll start writing like just a couple of different things to get them there. You know, to you get make them. Simon Cowell look like a nice lady. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I find that's fun to do as well, like be on primetime TV and kind of like you know switch it up a little bit and add something different and make sure like you stand out from the rest of what's going on TV. But we have an amazing team. Like it's not just me. It's like it works because the rest of the team also loves that stuff. And they, they, they kind of, I feed off of them, they feed off of me. And then we sort of create this great vibe up, up there. It's a good crew that you have. But I feel like it's, it's starting to shift. Like, People are going to want more and more of that. No, no. What, what he said, it doesn't even have to shift because what he said is the smartest. Because if you're your own boss, you're producing your own stuff. Yeah. There's nowhere to write a letter to. Like I've told people, like, oh, what if you say something offensive and they go back? Go back. You want me to say something that'll get me off TV? Talk to me for five minutes. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> you don't have to go back. Just talk to me. Yeah. The yeah. thing is, who? if I say something on a podcast, what are you going to do? Write a letter to Poseidon, to Mike, to me? What are you going to do? Yeah. No, I, I've had people I, even after shows go I liked everything I remember I was in France and there was like I finished one of my shows and there was a lot you know I always meet I have a meet and greet after yeah, always. every show right so so there was a lineup of people all these people lined up to stay and say hi and every, and then at the end there were like three Quebecois women who stayed oh. right what? I know where this is going. <laughs> so, so it were, ends in a foursome. <laughs> He's like, I expected nothing less. <laughs> so, so they were they came from Quebec to, to to as tourists, but then, you know, you could see the difference too. Like, from you know, in France, everybody was like, "Cool, cool, it was a great show. We loved it." Three Quebecois women stayed, and you could see one of them really loved it. The other one was like. She liked it, but she knows her friend is about to say something, so she has to go along. And her friend goes, I liked everything except the jokes you did about women. I was like, well, look, I want you to do something. I want you to go home. I want you to Google safe comedians, and I want you to make a list and go see them. Do not come back to my show. Oh, that's yeah, nice. Don't come back to oh. my show. That's not for you. It yeah. is not for you. I'm not going to change my set. This is my set. Who's a safe comedian? I make fun of her. I don't know, but make a list. Of comedians that you have, that you want, like to say the things that you like, and then go watch them. I go, that's the best thing to do. <laughs> I like. That's I was like, gangster. you waited. Like she waited an hour and a half till the end. She was at the end of the line, waited an hour and a half so she could say this. So that means there's something that was eating out, eating up at her. You know, yeah. like, it, and it was like, I, I thought to myself, I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna buy into this. This is my stand-up. This is my show. I make fun of everyone and. 
I'll make fun of men, women, black, white, Latino, everybody, right? Everybody. I make material about everyone. I write about everybody. So if you don't like it, go watch comedians who are just going to say things you like. Right? Who, but who's going to say like things, that, only things that you like? Because you're never, I'm not even the same person I was a year ago, right? How do you 100% agree with someone else's ideas? I don't agree with everything I say. Well, that's the thing is like you want to come to a stand-up show evolved. and you want to, it's like watching a movie where there's no conflict. Yeah. You watch movies where there's no conflict, no, that you need the conflict yeah. within any piece of art. There's got to be something. Right? I'll so, cause a conflict if there yeah, isn't one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but there's got to be something that you don't dis that you disagree with. People want to see, and that's why social media is now geared towards your tastes because people are like, well, social media has figured out that the only way to please people is to just give them what they like. But I want to discover new things as well. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing more that I like than watching a comedian that I don't agree with, but that makes me laugh. Yes. You know where I'm like, oh, that's not my point of view, but it's technically it, so good. It's such a funny joke. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm, I'm willing, I'm always down with that. I'm willing to accept it. What I don't like is people that get mad at you for not laughing at something that's not funny because they think it's just ideologically that you're, yeah. you know, you're at odds. But it's not no, normally I'll laugh at anything as long as it's funny. I don't give I don't give a shit. Well, that's the thing. Is I think today and and if this is the first time in history I've seen comedians do that to each other, where comedians are policing other comedians. Oh, the worst. I've never seen that before. This is the first time in history because back in the day you used to judge comedians. You say ah they're not funny yet they're still not you know they're, they haven't ripened yet yeah. that's a fair assessment to make to say okay you know they're not at the point where techni technically they're not great technicians yet you know or their their stage present has hasn't caught up with their material their material hasn't caught up with their stage presence those are things we used to yeah. we used to debate about and now it's become like oh i don't like this person because they don't agree with uh you know i don't know whatever it is you know like they don't agree uh with what i think about this or they uh, think that uh, uh they said something about gay marriage that offended me right yeah. so you're like now you're not even judging them as a technician. All marriage you're judging is gay marriage. On their, yeah. Nothing scarier than a wedding, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah, right. It's, you know, one thing is, I like, you know, everybody's like, why aren't you getting married? I'm like, I'm not getting married. You know, I'm not getting married because I, it's not because of the marriage. I could deal with marriage. I can't deal with weddings. Oh, bro. It's the wedding because the wedding. It's a pain in the ass. It's a pain in the ass. And there's always someone who's mad that has nothing to do with both families who's at the wedding but wasn't sat properly. At the right place. Or <laughs> doesn't like the, doesn't the chicken. Like the, doesn't like yeah. the chicken or like, you know. And it's always someone who didn't fucking give you a gift. Yeah, it's like, always, yeah. It's always the person who didn't put enough money in the envelope yeah. who has something to say, right? That sounds <laughs> like a Marv. Like uh, like the Marv. guy's name is yeah. Marv? It sounds, it sounds like, like a Marv. Was, Marv. Yeah. Marv, the only Marv I've ever heard of is Home Alone, the wet bandit, Marv. The wet bandit? Yeah. One He's of the, the, the tall guy with the beard. His name was Marv. Remember yeah. Marv? Yeah. <laughs> Marv. Oh, Have you ever been to a wedding? Like the wedding, I don't know why I said that. No, no one really wants to be at the wedding except the bride. It, but that I've said this before. This is the bride's day. It is. As a groom, you got to let... Don't get involved. Apparently, there's something called groomzillas. There's because my sister, that's what she works in, right? In weddings and all. So she was telling me there's guys that it's worse than any bride you've ever seen. They're involved really? in everything and it's, let her do whatever the fuck. It's her day, stupid. You're just an accessory. Nah. Let her do her fucking thing. But, but it's it, like a, a second prom. Yeah. That's what let it, her do it's her fucking an thing. You're, you're, an, you're, you're an adult man. The problem with that though, because back in the day, right, when you were a kid, proms were fun. 
Yeah. So at the end of prom, it's there was done. a promise of there might be sex or yeah. at least oral sex or a hand job, yeah. right? But <laughs> at the end of or the wedding... Or in your case, <laughs> the gym teacher molests you. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. What? <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> Did that happen? No. no. Okay. <laughs> You're going to molest no, the kid. Like, <laughs> it's not going to be him. Bro. It's not going to be me, bro. <laughs> so, yeah, that's not your first choice. Okay, so, so, so I, said, I was fat, and also <laughs> I might have kill you. Who was your gym teacher? Jeffrey Epstein? You know, <laughs> the gym teacher's like a giant molester. Everyone leaves. He's like, oh, fuck. And then he looks at him. He's like, yeah, no. No, I'm not going to stoop to that <laughs> level. The, pro- the, pro- the problem with the wedding is you're so exhausted as an adult at the end of it, you don't even want to have sex. You no, you want to go to sleep. sleep. You yeah. want to go to sleep and then like maybe have sex two weeks later after you've recovered okay. yeah. from all the <laughs> nagging and the and the complaints. Yeah. And, the cake could have been better. And the bill. You know? Oh, fuck. That's, but that's the other thing people don't think about. Is they have to pay for all this shit, right? They have to pay for all this. And the thing is it doesn't pay itself back except unless you're marrying an Italian. If you're marrying an Italian, then you get a house. <laughs> you get a house at the end of it. It's true because it's and like, a servant. They, yeah, they give you because they give you like tons of cash. Yeah, like, everybody, they take care of you. Everybody puts money in that yeah. envelope, so at the end you could have like at least a down payment for Greeks. A they house. take care of you too. It's just me. I'm always thinking like weddings. It's just going to a wedding. I feel bad for the people putting on the wedding because I'm like it's such stress. Because I see like my buddies just got married recently. Like I like I remember Viron's wedding. Yeah, yeah. It's like he's trying his best to be like I'm staying away. I'm letting the bride take care of it. But there's always something going on that you have to think about. Oh, the table here. This guy, shit, we made a mistake. We got to seat them here. We have to. Like, it's oh, it's work. It is it's work. fucking work. Yeah, yeah it's, it's work. It's event planning, and you're not making yeah. a penny. You know. You know the Jews do it very well. They give a minimum. Hold on, a minimum of ten thousand dollars. What? Each? Yes. That's what not you, true. Yeah, that is insanely stupid. That is the dumbest thing what you've they, said. Because they, they, they circulate their money. Apparently. No. So no. I spoke. You've been hanging out with the Bronfmans. Bro, that <laughs> that's, that's one family. Do that. it's just, this sounds like one of your dad's racist ideas. <laughs> well, Let me tell you about the Jews. No, they, they give each is, other each 10 Gs, then they no, take no, over only, the media. No, no, only on weddings. <laughs> only on weddings. On weddings, they do that because they there know they're going to no, do the same thing. But there's no way because what if one of the families doesn't have 10 Gs? To, what you're saying is crazy. I don't think they'd even give 10 Gs. That is absurd. Where'd you hear that? And where did that happen? You heard it from another idiot, guaranteed. Fuck, now that you say it, I did hear Who it told from you? another fucking idiot. Another idiot. Who told Fuck. you? Please tell me but what you I can't believe I fell into that. Who so, told you this? But what'd you hear? What'd somebody. You, I want to I know what you heard because this it's is a somebody great Somebody who... who <laughs> the, guaranteed, this is another one of your dad's... Uh, it's somebody spam. who works... Uh, With you? Uh, no. No, 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 no. Sort of. No. It's I, somebody. I can't Somebody who works at the airport. Somebody works at the airport. Okay, so what did they say? So that person dealt with a Jewish person, (laughs) and then that person, the Jewish (laughs) like Jews don't exist. The the Jewish guy was like, "Oh fuck, uh, I gotta stop at a bank fast, fast." And yeah, this is definitely not real. Because you know there's a limit of what you could withdraw. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I just collected like $10,000 so $10, no, no. cash. He's like, I have to stop at the ATM at the gas station. No, no, no. Yeah. You, know why? you know why? You know why? Because when, when the person was telling me the story, I was thinking about something else and it didn't click. No. And now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, wait, this doesn't make any sense. You are insanely <laughs> yeah. stupid. It, it, this is, this is but why am I stupid? Of, this is the kind of racism I like, though. This is hilarious racism. <laughs> well, it's not just that. It's a positive racism because it's like, oh, you know. Positive racism. Yeah, because Jewish people 
people give each other ten grand at the wedding it's and nice they take care of each other. It's yeah. a nice thing, you know. <laughs> but it's so the stupid. Indian racism is like you know the whole family of eight will come and put eleven dollars <laughs> <laughs> in the envelope and, then, and smile and smile and they're like <laughs> that's you know so it's like, he wanted us to give you ten but I yeah, exactly. I sprung for the extra <laughs> exactly exactly yeah, it's a weird racism but it's fucking but sometimes if you would sit and just talk to Poseidon but don't correct him. Just get a an idea of what he thinks. You're like, this is why society is going downhill. This is cr- how do people believe this Jesus nonsense? Christ. But I love it. At the same time, you're like, oh, now I, you know, I get, I got ten new minutes of material. Just yeah, hanging out with this guy. <laughs> you, get, you get material, dude. So you're Greek, also, right? Yes. Okay, cool. And you live where now? In which area? Park X. Yeah. Yeah. He lives two blocks away from here. Yeah. Okay. Oh, two blocks away. Oh, okay, yeah. so you just walk over. No. No. He still drives. He <laughs> drives know. everywhere. Yeah, but now, drives the bathroom. I have to go. Park X has, has become half Greek, half Indian almost? Or is it more Indian? More, more Indian. More, more Indian. Indian. Yeah. More Indian. Uh, there's one street left. That's Greek. Yeah. The but one where uh, Aphrodite is, no? Yeah. yeah and the Tripoli and But all not that. even the full San Rock. Yeah. Like yeah. half of it. Because Greeks scattered. They, some went to Laval. Shamedy a, a lot. A lot of Shamedy. And then they kept moving. They kept yeah, going the north. The worst of the Greeks. Then there's uh, Brasso. Like everybody, you know, that's what happens. Yeah. If you if you, if you you go back, you'll look at, it all started downtown. And then they kept moving up, 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 up until they just left the island. They just keep going north well, for some reason. I think they also got, I think, you know, more affluent. And yeah, so they want to move out. And they want bigger spaces and, you know, stuff like that. What's crazy, they should have taken care of this neighborhood. Because now, especially with what's happening... This is the center of the city. Yeah. So if you would rebuild here and, and take true. care, you're at the best spot. You're on every highway. You do whatever you want. Yeah. You're five minutes from everywhere. Yeah. It would have been prime but, time. Yeah, but leave it up to Indians to take it and make yeah. the whole place rot. No, actually, now <laughs> now that the university is coming in, people here are going to make all... Those Indian families are going to make all kinds of money. There's university? Yeah, yeah they, they open, they're opening a new campus. They're, everything's changing. Everything Which university? Yeah. Uh, university de Montréal, I think, is UCAM, opening. UCAM, I think. No, not oh, is it UCAM? Uh I thought it was the well, either way. Either way everything yeah. on Beaumont is changing. They rebuilt one. everything. Mm. They're building condos. They're yeah. Okay. This neighborhood's That's gonna. But what's crazy now in Park X, you see, you you'll see like Indians, immigrants, this that, you know. Indians, Greeks. immigrants, yeah. Because that's a race. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of these immigrants. So when when Poseidon hears immigrants, he thinks it's a race of people, <laughs> the immigrants. But then, uh, but then you'll see, uh, you'll see some uh, some dude with blue hair and super short shorts. Walking. Oh yeah, it's like, a it's modern, like a, crazy, like a university student. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a crazy dynamic. This so is the real melting pot. Is Park X. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. And now they've opened that. Uh, what's it called? This thing right here. This uh, Acadie uh, Marché Central. This has fun. been here for a this while. It's just getting bigger and bigger. They're yeah. rebuilding everything here. Yeah. I'm really curious about what they're gonna do right there across the street. Remember, it used to be a Canada wide. Yeah. I'm really curious about what they're gonna do. Why? Who cares? Why is that what you're curious about? Like a supermarket. You should there. be more curious about other cultures and how much they give at weddings. <laughs> <laughs> That's where your curiosity should peak. Yeah. I don't even know why I said that. <laughs> you know, I, th- I do think in terms of an international city, Montreal has that potential. It's not tapping into. It's oh, still yeah. it's doing well, but I think it could do so much better in terms of just becoming that hub for international people to come in and out, import, export. But I think we're just we're just haven't found the right leadership in terms That's of That's what coming. it is. Yeah, You're to, 100% right. It's leadership. really promote it the way it was. I thought Coder, Denis Coder was on the right track in terms of promoting it, doing things that But he lost people. a lot of money too. Like he spent money on dumb shit. Yeah, but that's also testing things, right? Yeah, it's always like that, right? Like, you know, businesses do that. They'll lose money the first couple of years but make it down the line. Like yeah, you have you, to you actually have make a good point because yeah, the current lady lost her fucking mind. Yeah, she wants to get rid of even uh, indoor parking. Yeah, the, the buildings. She yeah, wants to she, rezone she, everything. She thinks she she's one of these people that thinks that the the climate 
is going to change if more bikes are out there, right? right? Not the fact that still our industry, all, everything that we use is based on destroying the fucking planet. Yeah. She thinks if you ride a bike once in a while, it's going to change something. Here's what I think. I think if you're going to tell people to stop taking their cars, you've got to make public transport easy yeah. and attractive. I've been to Paris. I wouldn't drive in Paris. I've lived in Paris. I love public transport there because really? no matter what, when you get into a subway, you get into a subway, you get, no matter where you want to go in Paris, you get 200 meters from your destination. You have five options to get there because the subway is so well built. I think Athens here. Athens too, downtown Athens, you're fine. AC, yeah. uh, it even has Wi-Fi. Yeah. yeah. I mean, London's like that, Paris like that, New York is like that. And if we want to compete at an international level, we got to up our game in terms of public transport. Because the last thing people want is to take a metro and then wait for three buses to get home. Yeah. So you have to have your, like, mm. train banlieue, you know, that, like, uh, train. That, well, they're, uh, they're putting that super, what do they call the speed train, or they're trying to build a, that railway. Yeah, but it's, like, a short distance. they got to make it so that everybody can get in and out of the suburbs quickly. That little train that takes you everywhere is so inefficient right now, yeah. and they haven't improved it. And not just that. I think Canada, if people want, like... Like, people keep telling you, oh, you know, the carbon footprint when you take uh, a flight. Like, you have no choice, man. When yeah. you go to Toronto, what do you want to do six hours back and forth? And if and you want to take that train that, like, goes at the, the you know, at the speed of, like, a street sweeper? Yeah. Like, you don't want, <laughs> like, if you look at Via Rail, like, if you look at uh, Europe, the TGV is so efficient, so quick. You get to your destination in one-third of the time of driving a car. Meaning you get to Toronto in, like... Two and a half, three hours tops. That's that's fine. Wow. That could work. That's it, amazing. Without having to check in, check yeah, out. Yeah. So they should build trains and they should build public transport to, like you know, follow the discourse that they're having because they're all saying we need to save the planet. But you got to have your minister of transport saying, okay, well then let's build it in a way where people don't want to take their cars. Like to get yeah. here, there's no other way for me to get here than by car. Yeah. Otherwise, it takes me an hour and a half. People, I used to bring comics on the podcast when I first started a few years ago, and a lot of local comics that don't have cars, they couldn't, they're like, how the fuck am I going to no. get there? No, you Google map it, my car it takes me 12 minutes, by metro it'll take me like an hour. Yeah. You know, so. It doesn't make sense. Obviously it doesn't make sense. If you look at Paris, it's the opposite. In metro it'll take you like half the time than yeah. in a car. So you're like, I'm just going to take the metro, I'm going to take the TGV, I'm going to take the, the RER to get places all over in France and we should do that for this country as well. And this city is at such a good spot. We're, you know, we're close to New York, we're close mm. to everyone. Um, it's the essence of the city, the Europe, it's not a fake European feel. Like you don't go, oh, we have like a downtown area that feels like Europe, you know, certain yeah. cities. No, no, no. We really are different than the rest of Canada and mm. anywhere else in North America. This city, this whole province, but this city in yeah. particular, there's something special about it. Yeah. Plus, in terms of a province, natural resources, we kick everyone's ass. Yeah. Mm. And, and we just don't hybrid, have the management right? to use it properly, right? It's like you give it's like giving a caveman a fucking, you know, a drill, a lightsaber or something. They don't know what the fuck they're going to do with it. No. They're cavemen. That's what we are here. We're cavemen. Yeah. Cavemen are in charge, and we have everything. This could be the best fucking spot. It yeah. could, and I think if they build the right public transport within the city and the right, like, railway system to get to and from... Because I think all of these uh, well, cities that are close, that are an hour and a half by flight, Yeah. if you did trains that got there they in would three come hours... In. Everybody be taking the train, and then you've cut your carbon footprint because it's all, you know, it's way mm. more efficient. Mm. You know the fucked up things about that? It would be easier for people to come in the city, like let's say for Laval, right? Do you really want these Lavalers coming in here? <laughs> <laughs> it's true, because now they get demotivated by no parking. Yeah, yeah. You, you want them. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You, you, do you really want them <laughs> driving around and be like, oh, me, bro, me, I want the two creams, bro. You want that? 
<laughs> you want every parking lot, every Tim Hortons parking lot to be full of people sitting there giving each other hand jobs. You don't want that no, exactly. in Montreal. There's not enough space for it's these Lavalers. It's true. People are staying local. I know with yeah. me, you know, I live in NDG. I try to walk everywhere. I'm like, no, we're going to do our groceries here. We're going to do our banking over here. I'm going to stay within walking distance as much as possible. I came cut. by your place two days ago. You did? Yeah, because um, uh, Wasim, I went to get that DVD that I told you about. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, which I forgot at home, but I'll, I'll, I'll get him to burn it, send you a digital copy. Uh, so I passed by, because I remember I was driving by, oh, this place looks familiar. And then I saw that restaurant we had went to, and I was like, oh, with Mike? Oh, yes. And I was like, oh, shit, uh, I came here with Sammy and Mike. And then Wasim's like, yeah, Sammy lives around here. Yeah. And yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, fuck, it's a yeah. night Because I told the first thing I saw, I go, this feels like a nice suburban area outside of the city, but it's right in the fucking middle of the city. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, you know, like it's, you know, it sort of feels like the Outremont of Anglos almost. That, yeah. But it's becoming bilingual. I mean, that's the cool part. That's is, what it should be. In my, I don't mind, but I, I prefer I things like to be bilingual. But I think more and more, if you see it, like uh, if you go to the plateau, you hear English and French. If you go to Outremont, you hear English and French. If you go to NEG, you hear English and French. And that's starting to happen. Westmount, everywhere, it's starting to become that sort of hybrid and I think that's fun that's that's one of those things that makes us unique as well bro it's all government bullshit the whole separating people I started doing comedy in French yeah. these fucking people embraced me better than fucking he does yeah. and he loves me and no. still really? they no. love me they might love me more <laughs> yeah we should throw Spanish no, in the mix too, no it's bro. an amazing audience it's an yeah. amazing audience and the government like I said man like especially this provincial government you know you look at your leaders to set the tone for what's going on and with all of this bullshit where they're trying to actually separate people and like they try to make everybody into different class of citizens, I think that's hurting this province. And more yet than there anything. are low class people. There what? are low class people, Sammy. What there is? are people that are in a different class. For example, we're sitting here, we're talking. This man believes <laughs> <laughs> that he's our <laughs> that, equal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This man <laughs> believes that he's an equal. But you know what's fucked up about me is I went to uh, I went to top up my girlfriend's bus pass the other day. I was about to bring that up. Yeah, uh, uh, dude, I told him, I called him, I go, I think I'm becoming a shitty human being. Because <laughs> I used to take, growing up, the metro, the buses, that was my life. Yeah. I knew it like the back of my hand. I felt at home. Yeah. I haven't stepped foot on a bus or a metro in years. Wow. Okay? I had no choice because everything was closed. I had to go to the metro before midnight to top up her bus pass because right. I told her I was going to do it. I just went into Kodanej Metro. Yeah. Went in. I went down to do it. Bro, I was looking at everyone. I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> I can never do this again. I don't like the smell in here. I don't like the, the, the feel, the lights. I, know what you I mean. hate everything in here. It feels like Walmart on a Sunday. Do you know what I think it is? <laughs> I don't think it's because I hate the Metro. I think it's because when I'm in another country, another city, I love taking the Metro. I think it's because all those years of taking it, it feels to me like a step backwards. Right. That's what I think it was. I don't think it had anything to do with the actual physical metro. I think it was when I went in there, I had all these memories of shitty jobs, shitty all that. And I was like, ugh, ugh, yeah. I gotta get the fuck. That's what I think it is, because I was trying to analyze. I go, why did I feel so uncomfortable? I used to know this shit. I used to feel so comfortable. But also so our fun. metros feel dystopian. Look Maybe dystopian. that's what it, because it did feel dystopian. It felt like like we lost the war to Bosnia or something. You know what? <laughs> <Like> I, <laughs> to me, you know why? I, I see it in a different way. You know, now that I'm doing so well, to me, it's like I feel like I'm in there and I feel like an Emirati. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> and like said, hey, bus tickets said, for bus everyone. Tickets for <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's the best fucking. That's amazing. There's a, there's a newspaper spread. It's just super me like this bus tickets flying around. Just he's there. He's like bus ticket for you. Bus ticket, bus ticket for, for you. No, I actually like it because it's efficient. I mean, when I need to get to certain places, you know, efficient in a closed space. Yeah, Meaning, yeah. like if I need to get downtown, it's quick. 
If mm. it's, you know, then I it's felt fine. uncomfortable, yeah. and I haven't felt that kind of level of uncomfort in a very long time. Yeah, and, rush hour is the worst. And it wasn't, dude. It was the middle of the night. It was just about midnight. All right. And it's just, I, I think it was just memories of being in the metro and doing things I didn't want to do, but I had to do type of thing. That's what I think it was. Because mm. looking around, I go, I don't want to be here. It felt weird, like I was taking a step back. And it's so psychotic to say because we do have a good metro system here, mm. and it's something I was so familiar. I used to live in the fucking metro. You know, I used to g- use the metro to go everywhere, and. I told him, I go, do you think it's like I'm, I'm becoming a fucking asshole? And he's like, no, no, you've always been an asshole. It's, ju- <laughs> <laughs> it's just that you, it's could, growth, you yeah. could forget something. You could actually out and you could outgrow neighborhoods. You could outgrow friends. You could actually outgrow certain things in your life that are common. Yeah. And then going back feels alien. Metro, it's so crazy to say in Montreal mm-hmm. that a metro felt stupid to me. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, it just felt uncomfortable. Like I don't belong there mm-hmm. in a fucking metro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not that I'm better than it, just that. I don't want to be here. But certain instances, I have to say, I still like taking it. Like, I take it very rarely, but I take it when it's like, okay, I, you know, let's say I'm going to the game. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that, yeah. In and out of the game, like this. You yeah. know, it's, it's much easier. Much easier. Finding parking downtown. Yeah, or I want to go downtown to, you know, like, uh, you know, quickly pick up something, boom, in and out. And, you That's know, crazy. It's not I would hour. never do that. Yeah. Rush hour. I, not rush hour. You know, it has to be like during uh, off hours for sure. Me, I used to enjoy taking the metro on the bus because I would. It was like a relaxation moment for me. Yeah, I would put my headphones on. That's why I have fond memories of the metro. That's why to me it shocked me that I felt so uncomfortable because I remember putting my headphones on and that was my alone time. That hour of travel Mm, mm, was mm, me mm, thinking. mm. Okay, favorite bus. Wait, hold on. We have to have criteria. What makes it your favorite? Like, uh, what do you mean, quietest or like the one that you took more often? Oh, the, the one I took more often is easy. One sixty-five, all the way on Codinege. That's yeah. like one sixty-five was the bus. Yeah, it is. That yeah. took me up and down Codinege because I used to go to school in Codinege. The bus I like the most, but that's rare. You have to catch it when you can catch it. Is the eleven? Where's the eleven? Eleven going? takes you on the mountain. Across. Oh, I've never taken that yeah, bus. Yeah, that 11. So you take the 165 until Ridgewood, then you wait for the 11, and it takes you across the mountain. Really? That's the bus. I think the best I, bus I, was the 80, but they changed it now. What is it, uh, 535 or 435? Right, so. The Park 80 X. was the best because it would go all, it goes everywhere. Yeah. You could, in one bus, you're, you're home, and you go downtown yeah. in one bus. Yeah. I think the 80 is the best bus. Oh, 129 also. The and 129 go, is amazing. I and used it to goes the along the 80. Yeah, it goes along it, the 80. It meets the 80 on, uh, right at the mountain. Yeah. And 129 goes to Codinege, exactly. goes through Uchermont. I like the 129. But the 179, because the school, I spent a lot of time in it. Mm. You take it from Lackett and it goes around. There's a bus, it still exists, the 60. That goes through TMR. If you go to school, like I think Lauren Hill, or in, it'll go, it'll cut in. I think the sixteen, the sixteen. I think the one that goes on Graham. That's a nice. Oh right. Yeah, that's yeah. a nice. Yeah. In that little circle. Yeah. There's all those shops. Yeah, exactly. Little yeah, village. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love yeah. that. I that's a, a nice little spot. I think yeah. it is a sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good bus. And what's yeah. your favorite bus? I think it was the eighty. The, the 80. short bus. Oh, eighty. Forget <laughs> about I think the 129 to me was fun. It was a good bus, the 129. 129, 165, but the 11, you'd have to catch it. It's like an eclipse. You have to like really catch it when you catch it. Otherwise, you're waiting for 45 minutes. The 161 is good too, but the 161 is full of riffraff because yeah. the 161 passes. Yeah, it passes all kinds of fucked up uh, neighborhoods. And, but I remember strategy in the 161. The 161 is funny because you're talking about Jewish people. In the morning, what I would do is I was going to the metro. I would always find if there was a Hasidic Jew sitting on one of the single seats, I would go hover over them because I know that they're not going to 
too far out of Outremont. Yeah. So I could steal that seat. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's always strategize. Yeah, I strategize by race on the bus. Good yeah. Good strategy. That's <laughs> yeah. good strategy. And it went all the way to Rosemont. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Rosemont Metro, which was another shitty metro station. Yeah. 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 And there's the 160 also that's parallel that used to go all the way down Barclay. Yes, exactly. Barclay. Barclay. Yeah. It would go. It was the only one that would go down. You could get it from DeCarry. Yeah. And make it all the way home. Yeah. Yep. And all the way to the. KFC corner Plamondo in uh, Victoria was right there. Does that KFC still exist? It still exists. Dude, the only KFC I think anywhere is still just in Plamondo. It's right there. Two dollar Tuesdays. Man. Yeah, Tuni no, Tuesdays. I remember that. There's the one at Quadrant uh, Metro. It also. still exists. Yeah, Tuni Tuesdays with Taco Bell. Me yeah. and no, I don't think that still exists anymore. That was Are years you sure? ago. Yeah, I don't think we have a Taco Bell here anymore. No, and they closed all the KFCs in Quebec City. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. there's a KFC at the Anguignon Shopping Mall. Oh, great. On shopping mall, I was talking about this. That's like that. That's a depressing shopping mall. Yes. And so, for, cer- for certain reasons, because they have the right stores, but inside's depressing. It's kind of like, I, t- I was telling my girlfriend, I was like, it kind of looks like the mall you go to break up with someone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> because if, you live here now, Cindy. Because <laughs> I was like, because like, like, it was like, if you drive there with them, and this is a good strategy if people are listening, you drive there with them and you break up with them in like a common area, and then you're like, uh, and then you leave. It's it's gonna take them long to get home as well. They could think about it. Yeah, no, because they'll take a few buses and metros. Yeah, they'll have to think about the whole thing. They'll get over it. Just the fact that they survived the ride home, they're gonna be happy. (laughs) (laughs) The warriors, remember the warriors? Like the warriors coming back from that place. Yeah, exactly. Man, there's some parts of that area that feels like you 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 walk in you drive like let's say you're driving. It's like residential, nice, and and then you it looks fucking like it's been bombed. Okay, you know what? But La Salle has a lot of Indians and Italians. There's Greeks in La Salle, too. Really? I know some Greeks, yeah. But I know there's like that whole street monk that's like very Italian, isn't it? Well, there's Italians, too. Yeah, well, Italians are everywhere in the city. Yeah. yeah. Italians don't fuck but around. There's a difference they move wherever they want. Yeah, I know. It's true. But yeah. there's a difference between La Salle Italians and St. Leonard Italians. All, dude, even Greeks. Yeah. Laval Greeks, Brossard Greeks, Park Eggs Greeks, uh, all different. Yeah, it's like There's even Cotonez Greeks. There's Cotonez Greeks. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like different islands, like Diff- Crete. Yeah, it's like yeah. Shamidi yeah, is like yeah, a Crete. Yeah. Except just different people. <laughs> no, Shamidi's not Crete. Don't talk shit about Crete, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all di- okay. I got a question since there's three Montrealers in here. Because Wor- malls have different feels. Right. Worst fucking mall in the city that you go in, you're like, wow. why does this exist? Alexis Neon. Alexis Neon's still good. Alexis Neon's not even on my top five of worst malls. Really? Yeah. Oh. Fairview also. No, not even close. Really? Bro, you want a shitty mall, bro? Uh, the Carry Square is Carrie a shit Square. mall. Oh my god, Carry Square! Believe, I forgot about that. Codinej is a shit mall. Codinej. And what's that one? Uh, that one on the east, the one where you go to court for parking tickets, where that, I've been there. Versailles yes. versus Place Versailles. Place Versailles shouldn't exist. Yeah. Place Versailles, you go in and you're like, I should just yeah. end it. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's true. I agree with that. Codinej needs... Well, Codinej, they're renovating. They're renovating. They're trying their best. They're, they're trying their best. So they're yeah. going to renovate. But the carry square is still shit, carry square. You know what the problem with them is? I think there's something going on with they're not attracting the right stores. They have a winner's. And then that's it. Then they have a Sears clearance house downstairs. Yeah. And that's it. And they have a gym. And the rest is they have like a gym there now. Yeah, they have all offices. They've had a gym there for years. Uh, what's it called? It's called the uh, M Fitness. Okay. Which is like a chain. So they have. A, uh, uh, and then the rest is just offices and weird stores. It's weird stores. They have the like the 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 licensed people are there. So I go yeah. there to renew my license because yeah. sometimes there's no people there. Um, the Dollar Cinema. The Dollar Cinema still around there. Yeah, it's just a shitty it's mall. Weird. Yeah. They used to have a Pizza Hut right in front years yeah. ago when I was young. Gone. Gone. Oh, everything's gone there. Yeah. That place is like it's like concrete, and you're trying to plant flowers. Nothing can grow properly. Someone mm-hmm. needs to take over that mall and like attract the right things there, and also maybe like uh, 
Yeah, just promote it, you know? Like Carrefour Laval has a nice mall. Yeah. Carrefour Laval's a nice fucking Laval's mall. Laval's great. And they pump oxygen in there to keep you in there longer. It's <laughs> and smart. There's beautiful women. Yeah. Where? I like Carrefour Laval. Oh, really? Gorgeous. Ooh. Ooh. Fairview. Fairview's another great one, isn't it? Fairview. Fairview's uh, the one Cla- out west, no? Point Claire, yeah. yeah. I remember Fairview being shitty. Is it's it? Not, it's not that good of a mall, but it still doesn't... I think they have a bunch uh. of stores, no? Don't they have, like, uh, all the mega stores? There? They're always they getting get... robbed. There's always jewelry heists going on there. Really? Yeah, they've been robbed repeatedly, I think, over wow. there. Yeah. The reason why I never... Why I said Alexis Neon is because before they renovated, it used to be an absolute mess of Didn't people piss on the floor all the time? Piss, shit, uh, forget. Like, <gasps> you used to work there. Yeah, 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 yeah bro. I it used forgot. to be an absolute... He used to work in front of the comedy nest. He used to work at the TELUS over there. Yeah, yeah. It used Years to be ago. a mess in that mall. A yeah. complete mess. Like... At some point, I went outside for a cigarette. There was a guy eating hashed meat from the packaging. Ew. Yeah, people, I've seen... Yeah. The, oh, remember the guy I saw? There was a guy who I seen... <laughs> that's, a, that's not a problem with the mall. The that's guy a problem was, with that guy. No, but that, that was fucked up, though. The guy tried to commit suicide off the one of the bridges. I think the Champlain and Bridge. And he failed? He failed, but he got retarded. <laughs> he got retarded. So he would walk around the mall like this. Like he was fucked up. Oh, man. So, like, like I've seen that man eating his own shit. Drink his piss, yeah, fucked up shit. Okay, so I feel the, bad for that guy. I feel bad too, but this anyway. is why. okay. So, so while but that kind of mall, the guy who I saw when I go so do the ground minimum was a, actually a good decision compared <laughs> to everything else. There's, there's, there's a guy I see him almost every second week when I go do two drink minimum with Mike. Uh, he's on, um, he's very close to Laurent. He's on, he's always eating stuff off the floor. But I saw him the first time I saw him, he was crushing uh, nuts with his hand on the sidewalk on wet pavement and eating it off the sidewalk. And then I told them on the podcast, and then I saw him two weeks later, so in, at the same spot. So I know we're around the same time and where his spot is. That might be the same guy. Would he walk funny? No, no, it's not oh, the same okay. guy. It's uh, it's right off. What's that street? That secret street that I take. No, but how would he walk? Would he walk? Would he walk like this? I didn't see him walk. He's sitting. It's not clear. Not it's the other side of town. Anyways, so this has been a fucking <laughs> eye-opening experience for people watching. <laughs> the best is people that are not from Montreal. They're like, what the fuck is up with that city? What's going on? It's true. It's a good city. It's a good. I mean, Greater Montreal. Like we make fun yeah, of yeah, all this yeah, stuff, but it's fucking awesome. Like everything's. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. have all kinds of good shit here. We do, but it needs to be maintained. Like we you need know, good leadership. If, yeah. Mm. If you look at Saint Laurent Street and Saint Denis Street, I mean those places used to be booming. like booming man it was like a gold mine over there yeah. and they just became the saddest streets in the last few years i think that needs a revival i think there needs to be there definitely needs to be good leadership on a municipal and provincial level here well, instead we have bike lanes they focus a lot on these bikes look i don't mind the bike lanes but also you know create the rest you know to make sure that uh, everybody else who doesn't want to take a bike is happy as well my I, favorite part of the city is old montreal I think mm. that makes sense. Yeah, it's nice, but it's touristy. Like you can't. But that's why, like, you see a bit of everything. You see tourists, like you see yeah. also. Like I don't know. I think it's fun to visit. I I used to live there. In summer, it would take me forty five minutes to get home from the beginning of Old Montreal to my place because I was stuck behind a horse. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, or like there was because there were fireworks and there were too many people, or it was like tough. Yeah. So. Uh, I like it, but I like it as a tourist, and I like yeah. to go there to visit. But I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd live there again. No, 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 no. I can't. No, live. No, I wouldn't live there. Yeah, it's, there's too much shit going on. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no more horses, though. They're getting rid of it, which is that's a good yeah. thing they did. I felt bad always seeing these horses sad and getting beat up and shit. I don't like that stuff. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I didn't know enough about that. I, I saw that on the news that they've been accused of uh, of uh, mistreating those horses. But yeah, 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 but we we rescued one. He's here. He's uh he's doing good. <laughs> <laughs> he's an intern now. I, he's I, an intern I, now. I heard they would uh, work them to like. 
past exhaustion, like no water. Yeah, no, they would just yeah, collapse. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. yeah, people are pieces of garbage. Mm. Wow. Like it wouldn't actually like if they if they treated the horses right, the horses would stay with them and they wouldn't be with another horse. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I guess we're gonna grab some lunch. Yes. We did a fucking I think this was an excellent goddamn podcast. I think it was fun. This was even for people that aren't from Montreal, even though they're gonna be confused, I think it was fucking top notch. Come visit Montreal. Sugar Sammy. SugarSammy.com is where they're gonna go for Sugar Sammy related uh, events and videos. Uh, Sugar Sammy, how long are you gonna be in the city? You're only here for two weeks, then you're back to Europe, right? Uh, no, I'm off to the States. So Wait, you have your American tour coming. Yeah, yeah. So I have Atlanta, uh, Chicago, uh, Miami, San Jose, and New York City. So go on my website, everything's there. Follow me on Instagram. And back to Montreal for some uh, shows. Right now we have we're selling uh, uh, tickets for that. It's next year, but it's like a secret link. So write me on all social media. I'll send you the link privately, and you can pick up those tickets. I love that you do that. By the way, still the secret link stuff and the secret shows. We yeah. did secret shows together last year, and yeah. it was fucking fantastic. That was fun, huh? Dude, you have an amazing fucking audience. Yeah, it was great. So uh, Sammy, go to sugarsammy.com. Uh, follow him on social media. Um, me and Mike. Uh, fucking love Sugar Sammy so fucking approve of all the shit that he does he's goddamn hilarious uh, last time you went down to New York I think you had fans that came down that are two drink minimum fans oh, wow. that, se- that sent us a message that they liked your shit and I, I think you were unless I'm crazy you were uh, Carol- where the fuck were you Caroline's yeah. Caroline's yeah so uh, your shit is doing good everybody likes you you're in different demographics which is hard to do like I don't know if I could touch the same people you touch like in terms of uh, you know mainstream appeal but you found a fucking way to do it but- so you know what I'm talking about. It's, yeah. it's, it's nearly impossible what you're doing. It's fucking fantastic. I think it's all growing immensely slowly. You know? yeah. I think we're all, uh, we're all on our way to keep growing our business and, uh, and doing well and making sure that uh, our fans are happy and just staying true to ourselves. That's what I love about you, man. You went on stage and you just <laughs> ripped it up. You don't apologize for anything <laughs> you say. And I love that shit, man. Well, uh, I fucking appreciate it, Sammy. So we're going to go eat. But remember, follow Sugar Sammy. You can follow Poseidon at the Poseidon 69 And the closing statement for today is that we got big things coming, each of us, for the next year, I guess, that we're planning. I will continue my campaign of harassment towards Sugar Sammy. I've been trying to get him to start a fucking podcast, and I will continue to harass him. It's not that he doesn't want to. He wants a topic that is special, near and dear to his heart before he starts it. So we're going to fucking find one. I want to be passionate about it. Uh, It should be about uh, Poseidon Poseidon International (laughs) Affairs. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.